Welcome to HSV Progressive. This is Joy once again. Um, today we're going to talk about uh, the city council meeting from the 12th of October. Some fun and interesting things happened. Um, and I am joined by Amy Fahimi. Um, hey, Amy, do you want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. Glad to be here. <laughs> um, cool. And, and, um, well, I think it'll just come up. Okay, so here we go. Uh, starting at the top of the agenda, um, I we have the usual, you know, approval of the agenda and invocations and all that kind of stuff. Um, I did. So the first thing that uh, that comes up that I have anything to say about was item number five, which is the mayor's special recognitions, and he presented some sort of a, a, I don't, it was just like a letter or something like that um, to some people from the planning commission or the planning department, excuse me, the planning department. Mm -hmm. um, and there were six planners that got up for the recognition. Mm -hmm. Of course, it, but this is the thing. So, um, and it, so it was in recognition of uh, October being community planning, bleh, community planning month the night before city council i happened to be off and i went to another event for the for in in uh, recognition of october's community planning month down at the south huntsville library mm -hmm. um that uh, jenny robinson and three other guys from the planning department none of them uh, as far as i can recall um were also at the city council meeting so it was three other people so you start to get the idea that it's a pretty big department right which i guess is reasonable um i maybe guess they were doing a better job but hey you know that's mm -hmm. uh, anyway um so the um <laughs> So what, um, um, I've got some notes from that meeting somewhere. Yeah, I do, I do too. Um, one thing, one of, one of the planners uh, made a comment and the comment that he made is we want everything to grow and grow in the right way. So mm -hmm. it's just emphasis on grow and grow. I thought that was significant. Yep. And then, um, they, they said that their pillars are, um, I, you know, one of in, in uh, restoration, inclusivity, sustainability, and equity is what they're. Yeah, the, the acronym is Rise R I S E. Yep, yep. Um, I know I took some notes from that from that meeting that I went to on Wednesday night, mm -hmm. and well, anyway, I I can't find them, of course, because. I'm not sufficiently organized, though. I would swear they're in this notebook that I'm looking at. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, they are. Here they are. Okay. So at that Wednesday night meeting, um, uh, Nunez, I, what's it, Thomas Nunez? Yeah. He stood up, gave the welcome, um, and he made a point of uh, uh, that they want input from, for instance, nonprofit, uh, private industry, and citizens. Um, and he touted how Huntsville was, get this, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Affordable and safe. 
You okay. know who they don't. You know who they don't seem to get input from is people from two one one information and referral. I don't <laughs> think they've ever because you know two one one like I used to do in my job. We're mm-hmm. eyes on the ground. Yep. We we get all of the emergency calls when a mother calls and said it's cold. I'm in my car. I live with my kids in the car. The school systems know. The shelters are full. Um, you know, I mean, this this is a basic need. Uh-huh. And see, you know, my thing is, is like everything is developer driven. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm thinking that the the starting point would be how do you solve that mother's problem on that night? And then you go out from there. You don't say, okay, well, eight years from now, we're going to have this mixed development Disneyland. Uh You know, that's great. But what's that going to do for that lady that, you know, the shelters are full, it's cold, the social workers at the school know. Mm -hmm. What's that lady going to do? It'd be cold in her. I mean, like there was this one lady, I had the conversation. I literally told her, I said, how much gas in your car to get to Tennessee? I said, you got to get with... um, you know, HAP, Huntsville Assistance Program, you got to get that ca- You got to get that gas in your car and you got to get north to Tennessee. And sometimes that's all you can tell them because that's all there is. You know, do you have so, gas? Uh, so I, I hear you saying that things uh, that they take p- care of people like that better in Tennessee. Am I understanding yes. that? Yes. I mean, I had a friend that was homeless. She went from Huntsville to Nashville. She got all the service that she needs. She was able to get clean. There's better services. And I know that because, you know why I know that? Because I'll go into the Tennessee database and I'll mm-hmm. see those better services that we don't have here. No, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, so. Um, it, it, it just seems to me like you should you should go like. Okay, I, I know that we're we're skipping ahead, okay? But they're talking about the planning for the C three concert, and guess what? They have to have three million dollars for what's called yeah. log allocation. Yep. You know, and it's like insurance in case it rain, rains for a two day festival. You know, why don't they take that three million? Maybe that lady, and maybe that could buy some gas for that lady's car to get to Tennessee. Yeah, you know? uh, or you know, the 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 um. Public housing that they tore down. And I, you know, I, when was the last time you drove down Holmes? You know, that public housing that was on Holmes? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Near Butler, it's gone. Oh, I know. Yeah. I I didn't know that. I hadn't, I guess somehow I hadn't driven down there. Then that public housing is gone. And all you see is public housing getting raised, not R A Z E D, not raised R A I S E D. And and they've been talking about these uh, the people at at like Butler Terrace who's lost their housing. Yeah, uh, and, I mean, and no, I mean it's it's just the, like like um like um David Keith said, you know, it's gentrification. But the main point is when they were doing their explanation, they were saying for the public housing part, they were going to keep it at existing levels. Well, guess what? Existing levels is gross not enough. Is grossly um, undersupplied. And and they were talking about uh, keeping the same number of units at that particular spot that used to be there. What about all those units that used to be downtown? What about all those units Mm -hmm. that used to be over on homes? They're not even talking about replacing those. That's remember even used to be on Church Street. Those Uh are all gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the things is I, I think the ones. 
the, you know, the ones that ha- had all the radon, like, oh, this is a big, uh-huh. well, I mean, uh-huh. that is a big problem, but guess what? Radon is easily solved. There's systems that, that fix that and you can uh-huh. fix it the places and you could have structures where people could be today because, you know, they're talking about this mixed use, but guess what? They're also saying seven to eight years there. It's not like it's yeah. going to pop up tomorrow. Yeah. Well, and part of that is because they're trying to get all of this federal money mm-hmm. to help them build this. So they have to go through a lot mm-hmm. of paperwork and proof of concept. And but it sounds like they were competing. They were competing for grants, and you know they show the picture. It looks like Main Main Street Disney World, and they're talking about all these amenities that everybody's going to have together. Well, you know people don't am- need amenities; they need to have a place to live. So why not yeah. put any money available into the transition housing? you know, get someone in a place today, help them get job, help them get on their feet. Because, you know, it's something that you're doing that's going to um, have this grand opening seven years from now. Yeah. And then we're not even, let, let's be <laughs> real. Okay. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. be real. I've lived in Huntsville since 1987. Okay. No one's going to come up on a city council meeting and go, what do you do about white flight? Okay. Yeah. White flight. Because what, okay, so somebody comes in from out of town. They're already scared to be in Alabama. Alabama ranks last, you know, in the in all of the, the U.S., you know, so they're going, oh, they're a little concerned about education. What's uh-huh. a real estate agent going to do? Drive them to- towards a more expensive development. She's going to say, go go to Madison, go to Owens Crossroads. Do you think she's going to say, oh, go to, you know, in seven years, there's going to be this beautiful development on Governor's Drive next to like, 17 uh-huh. bars that are also on governor's drive you know <laughs> yeah oh, it, it's uh, it's uh, well you know and again at school that- that's now a bar do you does that sound familiar could they not mm-hmm. have made like a big massive like place for people to live in yeah, that that's, stone middle yeah, school but but i don't know how is that amy please tell me how that is addressing the quality of life issue yeah, because a kid will freeze to death in a car, you know. Yeah, it's like, I know. They just harp on this. It's like their quality of life, quality of life, quality of life. Another thing that they repeated several Let's times. Let's life, you at know. That, yeah. At the, yeah, like alive is better quality, right? Another <laughs> yeah. thing that they um, that they that they repeated several times at that Wednesday night planning g- f- party, whatever the heck it was, Um was about how planning, the planning department looks at community needs. The planning department looks at community needs. They're like asking for input from the community. The planning department looks at community needs. Well, I drive down streets all the time and um, I see homeless people. I don't mm-hmm. I don't get how, uh, but like you say, what community need it comes first? Another mm-hmm. bar? Or a place for for kids to live. Mm-hmm. And, and what about like never mind even the first stop? You know, and ask people that have just arrived first stop. Uh huh. I mean, are, are they talking to people that are trying to just um, stay in a ho- a motel from night to night, oh, or oh the my people God, yeah. are on people's couch? Yeah. Um, or yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, I had somebody stand on my couch for a while. Um, but I don't, uh, you know what? I'm not equipped to help somebody who's staying on my couch. You know, mm-hmm. I uh, um like 
I don't know. All I can say is you need to talk to First Stop about getting your um, your documents in order. Or you need to call somebody, mental health, about getting your substance abuse problems taken care of. But I can't, I, I'm i not the person, you know, so my couch is not a good place, you know? I mean, um, also, like, they talk, okay, vouchers, like that same lady I talked to. Yeah. All right. So she had, okay, she's living in her car. She's done everything right. She has her voucher. She has a voucher that nobody will take, okay? Yeah. No one's taking that voucher. Yeah, that's a problem um well and and why won't they take the voucher do they think that she's not a good match for their rental property is that what the deal is do you know why well this, you the, know you, you can landlords have, don't take those vouchers yeah they they, they don't want to take them they're um they're they're worried about people paying rent and i mean you know if you have like one strike against you on your record, if you get evicted, even if, you know, there, there's been people in situations where landlord, there's been mistakes made, like they paid their rent, you know, it got, get, got mistaken. And then they've, they've got kicked out. It's on their permanent record. They can't even rent a place from now on because of somebody else's mistake. Uh -huh. So there, there's a lot of complicating issues. And I mean, if, if people, okay, they're talking about the mixed use where people pay, are paying market rate and then some people public housing. Well, that, that's a great, th that's great in theory, but are the people that's paying market rate really going to choose to live there in some place that's. Well, I mean, you know, now, uh, uh, ideally they would. Why not? Yeah, ideally they would. Uh -huh. um, and, and this is community building. For mm -hmm. you to get people of different uh, classes mm -hmm. to get to know each other and find out that they're humans instead of dehumanizing each other. No, right? it'd be wonderful. It'd be yeah. wonderful uh -huh. if it happened that way. Because um, um, I've, I've been you in know, one thing that bothered me about the yeah. sorry one thing I'm that sorry, bothered one thing that bothered me about the mixed use thing is that uh, they're going to have they they're going to have the the public housing. Then they're going to have um, some um, and some that's market rate, and then some of the housing is going to be tagged to how much you make. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. <laughs> mark, that, yeah. mark this. This is what they said. This is why Huntsville Hospital is really interested in this project because uh, that that sounds like good workforce housing for people coming to work at Huntsville Hospital. And I'm like, why? aren't you paying people at Huntsville hospital good enough for them to, you know, be able to afford a place to live, you know? Yeah. And, and I mean, like we want also, our, you to make some cheap. Well, uh, and no. what if I don't want to, I don't want to work in that hospital. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, but so uh, what else did they, at that Wednesday night meeting, um, they talked about, uh, the Hayes Farm development a lot. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard any more talk about alligators down there. I I I cringe to think what's happened down there. I don't know. Um, so uh, so they they did talk about. So remember, we were at South Huntsville Library, mm -hmm. and in this talk about planning, looks at community needs. So they, I will tell you this also. One thing that they're making down at that where Grissom used to be. Mm -hmm. is they're making a 600 seat um 
uh, theater of, of a sort, because that's what the community needs. Now, again, maybe the community needs that. I would say that that's probably more useful than a $3 million uh, two-day music festival that's yeah, going to do nothing but hard it, yeah. on the environment. But mm -hmm. um, again, where's let's let's look at our priorities a little bit. Um, they also at that. But this is what Jenny Robinson was talking about. She has done this before. She's talking about annexing, um, um, like for instance, the Drake Farm development, or annexing this, that, and the other place, so that they can capture the tax revenue from the county. Mm -hmm. um, you know, to me, I don't. Okay. So the tax revenue means more money coming in. So what, how are you using that money to address community needs? If that's what the whole thing is, right? Mm -hmm. Well, why can't you just address the community needs that you have right now <laughs> mm -hmm. with that $3 million that you're paying for, whatever Huntsville's Bonnaroo is going to be. Loss, right? Yeah. Loss allocation, you know, yeah, loss yeah. allocation. Yeah. $3 million for that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so they I, talked, I, go ahead. I was just going to say, you make a really good point there because it seems like they think of issues in isolation instead of thinking of things together. Like they, they talk about the housing issue and, and then they talk about the, the music issue and, you know, how, how much money needs to be spent, how many like emergency services, us, uh, our expenses versus the company's expenses. But they they don't do they they really ever put these ideas of, OK, if we spend so much on the concert, there's not going to be so much more that we can do for not just per permanent housing and based on what developers are going to do. It's transitional housing. How do we mm -hmm. get that family in the car? out of that car. Yeah, and there's only yeah. so much transitional yeah. housing available and you already know from 211 that it gets full. When what can you do? Yeah. Well, you could build some more. How about that? Yeah, and why not? Why not? Mm -hmm. Um I mean the it, it, to my way of thinking that's part of the, the social contract that we have with our government. Right. Because you know what? I would love to not go to that concert and see some more transitional housing for people. Oh my God. Would that not be great? I and, and, you, and, 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 and to change the kinds of housing and the density of housing that we're allowed to have, because this uh, eating up the County oh, to get the revenue. It's like, it's like the, it's like there's a competition between who's going to get more revenue, the county or the city, you know, or or Huntsville or Madison or Huntsville or Hazel Green, all of this going on all the time. Right. And mm -hmm. it, it's like, yeah, it, which is related, I think, to what you're talking about, how they only see things one at a time mm -hmm. as opposed to the bigger picture. Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, and, and also, like if you think of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, yes. you know what I'm talking about? Yes, like, I sure do. Okay, so you need like at the bottom, there's the like to be safe and to have shelter and all, all this stuff. And, you know, as as you go up, you know, then you can have more things that are fun and engaging. And uh -huh. and, but, and, and mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, why pander to the people that all, already have the mm -hmm. bottom rung um, filled in? By giving them all the upper stuff, because why not, try, why not try to build community 
so that those people that already have their stuff filled up would be happy to see everybody get all of their needs met. Well, I, you, know, I, you know why I'll you answer your uh, question. Uh, yeah. I'll ask your question right now. It's because Jenny Robinson is going uh -huh. to all these schmoozy like Rotary Club meetings. And she said about four or five times during the city council meeting, she said, oh, well, every the only thing everybody's talking about is the concert. The concert. That's yep. So that's what she's hearing over and over from the these like kind of smoothie meetings that she well, goes. I mean, do you think the Wednesday showing up showing up at the Rotary Club? No. And Wednesday night, um, uh, it, it was just like she reported in City Council. It was one of the first things that she got asked about was that uh, was the uh, music festival, mm -hmm. um, and and uh, and like I was good. Uh, but who was at that meeting Wednesday night it, during her introductory remarks while she's constantly talking about meeting community needs, planning looks at community needs, responses to community needs and all this kind of stuff. And at one point she said something about we meet community needs and, I, you know, I there weren't that many people there. And so I got there er plenty early to see who she went around and talked to. She even came and shook my head, hand and mm -hmm. said hi to me. Um uh, they were there were real estate people in the row in front of me. And when she said that about meeting community needs, she's like, aren't we? And she nodded to her real estate people. Mm -hmm. You know what you're doing if you're meeting real estate people's needs? You're making expensive property to sell. Mm -hmm. That's that's not meeting community needs. That's meeting real estate agent needs. Right. That is yeah, not I the mean, same yeah. thing. It's not. Exactly. I mean, is she walking down governor's everybody? Yeah. yeah. I mean, is she walking down governor's drive to someone that's homeless and saying, "What are your needs?" Or going to oh, the library with somebody? That's, she. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I mean, it sounds like such a crazy idea that she would do that. But yep. if you were actually wanting to solve some problems, then you would. You would go. You would go to first stop. You would go to. Uh -huh full assistance program and uh, talk to people that that help all the time. You would go, uh, you know, you you would go to um, downtown Mission. You, well, I think I think I mean, you go places that where people have the need to listen to them. Yeah, and 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 those people have such a hard time even knowing that there is some place that they need to go to get their input to get be heard and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because um, they're too busy surviving. You know? Surviving, yes. Mm -hmm. I think to a lot of people, meeting community needs is let's move all of those people out of here so mm -hmm. that we don't have, then our, my community's needs have been met. Instead of, see, and this is part of the argument for mixed housing. Instead of keeping them right here and taking care of them and getting to know them and, you know, they're dehumanized. And we are having a, a little problem with a war on the other side of the planet where people are getting dehumanized and called human animals and stuff like that. This mm -hmm. is exactly what happens. Mm -hmm. This is what happens. It, it, yeah, And you know what it is? It's too, it's, uh, I'm not going to make excuses for people, but it's people having low information and they're keeping themselves in a low information state. Yeah. So they really don't have to stand up for what's right and say the right, right, say the, the thing that's not politically correct. So, you know, okay, I'm going to give you an example and I'm going to call her out on here. Jenny Robinson, 
she stated in the meeting, you know, it's she was talking about the the situation with Israel. And she says, it's time to stand up and you have to take sides. So she was actually, you know, in support of this resolution yeah. to uh, support Israel unconditionally. Well, yeah. you know, anybody that knows that you have two million people facing um, dehydration and death because of that. Do you know that, the, you know, that the exit, the entrances are blocked oh, and yeah. okay, they let a little bit in, but only 4% of the usual aid that goes in is, is getting in only 4%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I no, mean, I think, yeah. but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write Jenny Robinson an email and tomorrow when she reads my email, she's going to know every situation that's going on in the Middle East and she's going to have to read my email and then she'll know. And I just feel like for her to make that statement that she did, she's yeah. showing herself as low information. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. it's okay. Like, as and, a, as and, a you know, citizen, I have to say, I have to say, Amy, you're being very nice using the words low information rather than other things that we could call her. Well, we're just going to, we're going to assume that that's mm -hmm. low information. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, of course, if she doesn't, just, if she decides after the first, you know, few words into your email that she doesn't want to read it, then that's not low information. That's mm -hmm. willful ignorance. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, yeah, willful ignorance. And, yeah. and also, you know, I have a right as a private citizen to be ignorant or to not stay up with news or whatever I want to do. But I don't have the right to be in a city council meeting and make um, just blanket statements that everybody should do out of that ignorant. Yeah, no. yeah we'll get to that. Right to oh, yeah, that. Uh, we'll get to that, too. Okay. I did want from the Wednesday night meeting, I did the next person, uh, Tom Nunez, stood up and spoke again. And he re reiterated this. We're meeting the needs of the residents. And he brought up the big food city um, um contract that the city has that's bringing i don't know half a dozen uh, we've talked about it uh, not you and i but i've talked about it on this podcast maybe you listened but um um I right. remember that podcast, and, yeah. and, and so listen in one like only a couple of minutes earlier jenny robinson was talking about capturing that tax revenue from mm -hmm. the county and then the next thing, Tom Nunez is talking about how this getting Food City to come in and build grocery stores, but he made no mention of the big fat tax breaks that they mm -hmm. gave to Food City to get them to come here. Mm -hmm. So what is it? They're all hypocrites for one thing, or at least as a city governance, it, it's hypocritical, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and they're they're and, not they're really cherry picking the information to give you that they want to give you. Yeah. That they want you to hear. And and uh the and and Nunez also mentioned something about uh we want to be sustainable as our city grows. Uh, that word is starting to mean like nothing along nothing. with quality of life, you know, or equity. Because, because right before that they're talking about um how uh, how they were going to annex uh, the Drake farm out in mm -hmm. uh, out in uh Hampton Cove and mm -hmm. um and there's nothing sustainable about that okay oh, no. it used to be a farm mm -hmm. where food was made you're going to put a bunch of people on there who eat food where are they going to get their food yeah 
I mean, I live down the street from that, so I know exactly uh where you're talking. I just live there, you know. Uh Uh-huh. So don't tell me about how they got sustainability on their mind. Not to mention that they're going to probably tear down all the trees. You know, I admit it's farmland, so most, most of it's cleared. But you know, since the great dust fall, everybody learned that they needed to put trees uh, all all along and in between, um, you know, farmland. I bet Mm -hmm. all of that gets taken down. Oh, yeah, there is a lot of um, trees. You know, the area is, as it looks right now, is very idyllic, which, you know, Uh it won't. Um, uh, Let's see, the next guy that spoke at that Wednesday night thing was uh, somebody from the planning department. Um, and he, guess what? He said something about quality of life Mm -hmm. and I can't remember exactly what he said, but he admitted that he was pandering to the city government. (laughs) Um, and you know, it's supposed to be cute, you know, sort of like, well, I have to make sure that I make the mayor happy or something like that. It was words like that, that he said, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, you know what? No, that's not your job. I thought your job was quality of life and seeing to the needs of the community, not making the mayor happy. Do you see the difference? You know, it's not funny. I don't find that to be funny, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I just, as a statistician, I want to mention when he was talking, he brought up the median age of the residents in Huntsville. Anytime you hear somebody use median instead of mean, there's a reason so I don't know what his reason for using median instead of mean is, but the median hides outliers. So I, you know, that's just so I'm just want to put it out there to you guys out there in listener land. Listen to, for that. If nothing, if nothing else, don't listen for other things, but mm-hmm. listen for that. That's got some meaning in it. It's worth asking questions about. Uh, the last person that talked was uh, somebody who works under Dennis Madsen. And uh, she was talking about Vision Zero, uh, uh, which is about no traffic fatalities and what they're trying to do for traffic engineering and complete streets and some good initiatives like that. I can't really uh, complain too much about any of those ideas. What I can complain about is... Um, well, for one thing, that the first question that got asked was about this music festival. <sighs> After we've been doing nothing but talking supposedly about meeting community needs, the first mm-hmm. thing that somebody wants to ask about is what's up with the music festival thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, uh, uh, and somebody else asked, how do they estimate the population between censuses? And somebody else um, said something about uh traffic congestion and how they need an eastern bypass through the arsenal or something like that because it takes forever to get to work over there somewhere um and this was a little bone chilling to me part of the response to that or part of the ideas following that was to start using drones for Mm. traffic issues and um it, it, anytime you start talking about surveillance, I I get a I I get a bad feeling. Yes, uh huh. I was uh, uh uh they they used to be talking all the time about putting in um cameras on the streets up here in, in District One, 
and 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 people being so yeah put the cameras in because fight crime and everything but i'm like you know that that's surveillance do you really want that how about yeah, instead of worrying so much recognition yeah technology yeah, mm -hmm. instead of worrying so much about fighting crime why don't we worry a whole lot about making sure everybody get, has what they need Right, so they and don't crime, crime. Crime will go down. I promise you. Exactly. Um, I'm not going to say it'll disappear to zero because some people are buttheads. But I think I'd rather do something like that and take care of my community than to have surveillance all over the place in the form of, uh, you know, closed circuit television and drones flying around looking at us. Mm -hmm. I don't have a good feeling about that at right. all. Um, I had some questions I wanted to ask, but I never got to ask my questions at that Wednesday night thing. They ran out of time. I bet you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, gee, they ran out of time. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to ask uh, about, uh, you know, what's, how, how are they, how do they think that the sprawl that we're undergoing as part of sustainability um, I wanted to ask about the affordability issue. And I wanted to ask this question. Is there a way after you to unannex property from the city? <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me too. I seriously doubt it. It's amazing like how, how fast they go through those ordinances when they want to uh, vacate something or annex something. I mean, mm -hmm. it, you, you feel like you're yep. at an option. You, yep. know, you just start doing that speed talking, you know, like yep. you're at an option. Yep. Well, anyway, so yes, we got a little bit uh, uh, elaborated through a lot of different issues for this just item number five, where the mayor gave this special recognition for, for Community Planning Month. But we'll come back around. If you think more stuff we need to talk about, I have a feeling we I, I just want to. I've been wanting to mention this during our talk, so I'm just going to go okay. ahead and put it out. But you know how they, they always do the invocation at the uh -huh. beginning of the meeting? Uh -huh. I mean, it's always a Christian prayer. Have they ever like went to the Huntsville Islamic Center and invited them to do a prayer or maybe Baha'i or the Jewish faith? I mean, have they ever like if, or if somebody from Huntsville Islamic Center came and said, I want to do a prayer with that? What would what would happen? in I that Actually, situation? I feel like maybe one time in all these years now that I've been going to city council, I think they did have an, um, a Muslim do the invocation. Okay, so I just wondered. It was just in my mind, like I wondered about it. I uh, uh, now, well, I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> just not. Um, I, uh, I, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I don't have an atheist statement and just say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we 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 want we wish for peace in the world, and, you know. Yeah. And it, you know, and that people will have people. their basic needs met. Yeah. Well, yeah. By well, other people, not by some higher power, that yeah. we would take care of each other, you know, mm -hmm. that kind yeah. of stuff. And the mm -hmm. planet. Anyway. Exactly. Um, special recognitions. So then the ne very next thing was this uh, Bill Kling brought it forward, a resolution expressing the city of Huntsville's unequivocal support for Israel. I personally, for if for no other reason, I don't need the city council speaking for me on yes. this topic. Because uh, you know I, what that's called? You know what that's you know what you know what that's the definition of when someone 
wants to make a proclamation for everybody in the city about what we think should think about a foreign policy issue, the word that comes to mind is totalitarianism. And I'm going to read you a definition as part of totalitarianism. And you tell me if this fits. Okay. okay. Yeah. It can mobilize the whole population in pursuit of its goals. And you, okay. you know what? This just makes me think of my misgivings about surveillance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Exactly. You know? Mm -hmm. But 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 you know, and, and then a larger part of it too is like you've mentioned before on the show that things are performative. You yeah. know, it's just this kind of like congratulatory stance. Like uh -huh. the mayor has the six planners come up and talk about how everything's just marching to a perfect drum, and uh -huh. where we um, and then it, it's also kind of like a parade. It's kind of like all right, so everybody's on this parade. Everybody everybody's doing great. But if you bring like an actual fact to the table that doesn't agree with that, you're some sort of um, socialist. You know, just they, they'll just start to put a name on you for yeah. someone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then have you ever noticed that like if someone says like three, like more than three factual statements in a row, it'll be like, oh, they get past the Oh, you're a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist. <laughs> have, has that ever happened to you? You start talking about history. Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. No, that hasn't happened to but, me. But, but, but people do that. They, that's that's how people I believe you. Them. I totally believe yeah. you. Mm -hmm. Um, no. <laughs> uh, the, here, I'll just take a moment since you brought it up to talk about conspiracy theories. You know, the, there's the conspiracy theories. Usually, there's somebody behind everything, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, this is we live in the United States for sure in a capitalist system. So the capitalism, there's there's capitalism behind a lot of stuff that goes on. I'll give you that, okay? Um, and power and capitalism, is, it, you know, concentrates money into a smaller and smaller group of people, mm -hmm. thereby giving them more and more power. So mm -hmm. that's capitalism at work. But, mm -hmm. okay, so hang with me here. Reality is unbelievably complicated unbelievably complicated mm -hmm. in in physics we have solved the two body problem we have yet to solve the mini body problem we can't even solve the three body problem completely okay that's mm -hmm. only three things at one time mm -hmm. so then you start layering on that things like chemistry and biology which and living things right uh which which spring out of chaos mm -hmm. that's how these things even arrive and 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 living things are are arrayed against entropy and and so it, it, this is stuff is so unbelievably complicated already mm -hmm. then you start putting people into societies and it, you're just layer, and they have stories, they have histories, they have languages, and they don't understand each other. That it's just the reality and the way that this world works. And never mind, and the just life itself is so you know we're so interdependent on our environment, on all of the species, everything. It is so 
unbelievably complicated. Now you got globalism. So we're just throwing that in there too, to make me dependent on stuff that's going on in China, you know, uh, um, just unbelievably complicated. Mm-hmm. There, nobody is, it, it, everything is screwed up because nobody can, can control how this reality works. <laughs> and instead of going, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. No, nobody wants to admit that that issues are complicated. They just uh-huh. want to get in front of the city council and say, "We make this this um, proclamation that we're the good and they're the evil, uh-huh. and we're going to uh-huh. stand up for the evil, and uh-huh. we're going to do right, uh-huh. and then we're going to move on to the next thing that we're talking about." And there's really no knowledge there and they don't care and you they don't need there there's nobody requiring them to say why why they support that position no there's yeah. there's nothing that makes them dig in on any deep level to yeah, because you start digging in and you just will get lost mm-hmm. totally because everything is complicated everything's mm-hmm. complicated and uh so, I mean, so you can have some sympathy for human animals because they it's you, because it, it's impossible to understand everything. We want to try to simplify things and make a story. But you've well, got let, to let remember me. it's all just stories. And your conspiracy theory where you have whatever, whoever, cabal controlling everything, nobody's in control. Believe mm-hmm. me. I, I believe you. But um, let me tell you, I did a little one lady protest in Cocoa uh-huh. Beach where I am the other night. Uh-huh. And what, what it was the night I lost it be- because what happened was the United States decided to veto a UN the resolution UN. Yeah. Uh-huh. that they, they do a humanitarian pause so aid could go in there. OK, yeah. so they, they decide to veto that for some reason. Now, I mean, that is the most ridiculous thing you can do. So anyway, I go down, I go down to, um, you know, Ron John's where I am. And then, um, you know, I'm kind of like, okay, what, what happens is I don't cross at the stop at the crosswalk. I uh-huh. just cross not at the crosswalk. So the police comes, he says, you know, you, you're breaking an ordinance. You need to be at the crosswalk. So I did, but then, you know, I said, I want to stay here. And I was, it was really on my mind that they did it, uh, they vetoed this um, humanitarian Uh laws. So, you know, I I said that to him and he said, well, you know what? There's two sides of things. And Uh then I put it to him like this, okay? I said, let's say that you, and I was talking about the other officer, you and him decide to to, um, split up Cocoa Beach. Uh Now he's gonna get all of Cocoa Beach, except you're gonna get Volusia Lane. And if you get off of Volusia Lane, he is going to shoot you. So is that two sides of thing? Is that is that a just arrangement? Yeah. Now, now, and then the person tries to leave Volusia Lane, you know, and they're the terrorists because they're trying to get save uh-huh. their lives and their yeah. people's lives. And not only that, they've been stuck on Volusia Lane for generations. Generations, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the property that they used to own on the other side of the street, mm-hmm. they're not allowed to go back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, if you said that to to Jenny Robinson, she'd look at you like a deer in the headlight. Yeah, you she, know, I don't think she would know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Well, the next thing uh, under announcements was a big presentation about the Mill Creek Choice Neighborhood Initiative. Mm -hmm. That's another have, hot thing, yeah. Yeah, which we mm -hmm. have been talking about already. Um, speaking of, you know, public planning and all that kind of stuff. Um, so... <laughs> So, you know, these people got thrown out of the Butler Terrace uh, public housing that was there mm -hmm. due to the radon, right? And they've mm -hmm. been promising them that, uh, I, you know, I, I think they have gave, gave them vouchers, right? And mm -hmm. they've been promising them that they're going to rebuild public housing. So now, you know, it's still seven, eight years away, right? Yeah. Um. um I just... Yeah, I mean, they, they got to go through all of these. And, you know, what his name is Shane Davis. Yeah. You know, he, he, you know, he gave a big presentation. He seems very, very with it as far as like what he's trying to do. Yeah. But I think he need I think he needs someone. I need he, I think he needs to sit down with that lady in her car with her kids. Uh -huh. And he needs to explain to her about the seven year development. Yeah. You know, so I, I think, and you know, Devin Keith, he pushed back on it. Like he did, like he talked about gentrification uh -huh. and, um, and, and, you know, the, the, the people that are being put out are um, black women with their kids. This is the demographic, but he never quite goes in for the kill with his point. Somebody will say something back and then he'll kind of like go back to that kumbaya mo moment that they want to draw him into. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say about that exactly. It's mm -hmm. uh, it's tough to know if that's a character flaw or if that's him playing politics or 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 if he's just being performative. I I, think I don't he know. Needs to bring things to the logical conclusion, or just bring in somebody that's having a, like some kind of real life situation that's what he's talking about, and and help them. You know, I, I because I th I think people like Shane Davis they want to help and they they, but but I mean they're also, it, it just seems like they're on this train. And maybe they need to get off that train or maybe they're on the developer's train. And yeah, you know, um, one thing that um, was brought up recently, um, I think I heard it on housing for Huntsvillians actually, mm -hmm. is that, um, you know, they started, that, yeah. they, they, they started, um, um, they got this desegregation order for our schools mm -hmm. and they started busing people from Butler Terrace to like blossom wood and the mm -hmm. and the percentage of of um black kids that were that were shot up by you know 10% or 20% at some of these schools and then after that happened then they found the radon problem mm. and so you know was that convenient because <laughs> if there was a radon problem, it, it had been there, you know. It was well, you know, radon problems are easily solved with, with yeah, you not know, to like mention, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I, but even if we give them the benefit of the doubt, let's say those buildings were so old that they and they didn't have crawl spaces or something, I don't know, but there was something structural about it that made it so that they couldn't 
repair, mm-hmm. you know, um, why is it taking them so long to just rebuild? You know, I, so they need money, but the very next item on the, on the agenda for that night was item seven B, which was put in last minute um, the, about the funding for the, for the uh, uh, music festival. Mm-hmm. Just oh, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, right yeah. after that. Oh, we, you know, we got people who lost their housing, never mind the people who need it, who never had it. it just we had some people in public housing and they lose it. And and you give them vouchers that nobody will take. Mm-hmm. And you don't replace the housing. Um and and I, I you know I believe in public housing. Um, not not just because I'm some sort of socialist or something like that, but it's working all over the globe. It just makes sense. And, and uh, I don't, um, for one thing, I, it's part of the social contract. Why do we have a government? We don't have a government to hand over our needs to the, to private industry that's Mm -hmm. trying to make a profit off of our needs. Yeah, it's they're never going to they're they're not about meeting needs. They're about making a profit. So just at that level, you know, there's lots of things that public that need to be public. Lots of things. And in this country, most of them are not like health care, you know, but anyway. um, um, But the other thing is you can preach all you want that if you did this, that or the other thing and and gave the developers a free reign, that they would then um, uh, build the right things, you know, that people need. The thing is, the developers in this city already have a free reign, almost completely. They run the planning commission. The planning commission is made up of developers and real estate agents. And And they they are already building exactly what it is that they want to build. That's going to make them a bunch of money. That's what they care about. Yeah, it is. It's what they want to build already. And they're just going to give lip service to, yeah, we have this many units at at that, uh, that other existing rate. When that other existing rate was horrible horrible so we've already yeah yeah we've already turned over too much of our public responsibility to the private industry even in the form of the planning commission which is Mm -hmm. a public institution is full of these people they've chosen handpick because of their profit driven motive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm just don't there's lots of things we yeah, can Yeah, I mean, whatever but, happened to our uh, environmental uh, sustainability commission, you know, it's well, just Well, okay, like, so that, that, that was not on uh, that was not on this agenda because indeed they found inconsistencies in the way it was written and it had to be taken oh, back to be rewritten. Now, the th- the oh, latest so thing surprising. that I I personally heard is that we won't see it again until January. I don't oh know God. why it's going to take that long, but color me surprised. Not you, because you predicted, I can quote you. You predicted this six months ago, Joy. Yeah. You absolutely did. The, the this well anyway. Um. So yeah, uh, they're they're fixing it. Now, the other thing that I have heard a rumor about, and I have no idea 
whether the January thing is actually true or the, if this rumor is true, is that Tommy Battle doesn't want to wait for city council to fix the ordinance, and he's just going to start his own uh, um, department oh, of sustainability. Well, yeah. that's part of the problem with the ordinance is it was unclear about how much power and how many who got to assign mm -hmm. how many people to be on the commission and 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 who had the power to veto and that kind of stuff you know um and so i, I assure you that we don't i'm tommy battle can go and do whatever he wants to but we want a more democratic inst instrument mm -hmm. than just mm -hmm. for uh, once again Tommy Battle to pick everybody. Uh, uh, to, I mean, do we need the Sustainability Commission to be full of more developers and real estate agents? Yeah, for it to be a Those kind of check the box. Are the thing. people in and out of his office? Uh, you can go downtown and watch the people going in and out of City Hall. And it's, it, they're not very many environmentalists, I promise you, not, not biologists. Not, I, I don't think no. they're going to be worrying about what could be recycled and what can't be recycled. No, you know? no, no, no. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, um, we certainly moved very fast to commit a great deal of money to a music festival. Very yes. fast. I know you but, have that silver talking guy from C3 come in mm -hmm. and he talks about how, like how it worked in other cities and mm -hmm. it's going to be so specific to Huntsville. It's going to represent Huntsville, but I'm thinking, I mean, how many, how many issues are there? Like, cause one thing they brought, brought up is I think um, Jenny brought this up is that you have emergency services. You have to have all the surfaces services that go along with it uh -huh. and i mean if they if they want to have a ball game across the uh, the city then they have to have resources for that too so i mean you could sit here and tell me that that's not going to be like such an extra expense but i don't <laughs> yeah. believe that that's that there's going to be a lot of extra city expenses but in, you know, in you know, but, think but of, you know? the amount of taxes that the city's going to gain from filling up um, the hotels and the restaurants. Well, that's not going to help people in the city. You know? and, and never mind the fact that that is not sustainable. Mm, yes. Uh, uh -huh. uh, people traveling to do this kind of stuff is not, it's not a good plan. We're trying to, we've got a climate catastrophe, folks. We got to get off of fossil fuels. Yeah, have you yeah. built the infrastructure? Have yeah. you built the b bullet trains that will get people cheaply and cleanly from here to there? No. Absolutely not. So yeah. you know that's not how they're going to come to this festival. Not mm -hmm. to mention that the hotels that they stay in, the restaurants that they eat at, those guys are not on clean energy. None of it. But all we care about is that tax revenue from bringing those people in. Mm -hmm. not and, uh, the yeah. bigger picture there is no yeah. bigger picture perspective at our city council yeah because it, it's really like the wealthier people from other cities yep. that are going to that have the money to come in uh you know buy, mm -hmm. buy the lift rides buy the hotels buy yep. the dinner but, yep. but one thing i would have liked one of the council member to ask the representative of c3 uh -huh. i would i would want uh oh 
Uh oh, I can't hear you. Is that my fault? Amy, I can't hear you. I lost you. <coughs> hmm. Completely lost you. I don't know what's going on. Dog on it. Let me see if it's on my end. Uh, say if you can hear me, Amy, say something. Nope, that did not fix it. Well, folks, we lost Amy. Hi, I'm here. It yeah, just, there you go. It skipped for a minute. My my internet skipped. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, what were you saying? I forget. <laughs> I, one thing I was saying is that I I wish that they one of the council members had asked the representative C3 what would be the average price of a ticket and could that the average Huntsvillian afford to be at that concert that we're spending so much to host. Yep. Yeah, well, and you're also when when you um like I I shudder to think of how much the tickets are going to cost. Whereas I used to definitely be able to go to Big Spring Jam. You know, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that we need to do Big Spring Jam again. Because that stuff is super hard on the wildlife it that is. lives. It's super hard on them. Yeah, and the and, duck and, and everybody's and the, every, yeah. mm -hmm. So I'm not I'm not really big into going down that lane again either. Um um, but what you're talking about, how it's the affluent people that will be mm -hmm. able to afford to come. Mm -hmm. that, this is why, look, this is why we need to tax people. And so they won't be as affluent and we can take that money and put it into things that we really need, like housing. Instead yeah, like of, keeping you know, kids alive. Yeah. And, and, and then those people who used to be affluent will maybe also understand the need for housing and bring everybody yeah, a little yeah. bit closer I mean, together, you know, so yeah, that I mean, you know, when people see each other and see and to see the need, then there's more, if, when people have to experience themselves, that's, that's such a more of a learning process yeah. than if they just hear about somebody secondhand. Yeah. Um, empathy exercises. Right. It's very yeah. important. Um, anyway, so I, I, uh, the, this, uh, this, uh, it, this music festival is one of those items that sometimes I talk about that get introduced and passed in the same meeting. Yes. Yeah. It was very, there, there really wasn't a lot of details discussed. I mean, they, they kind of talked a little bit. Um, I know, um, Jenny, she went into, she did talk about the, they talked about the loss allocation. And I mean, you're basically paying like $3 million to have insurance if it uh -huh. rains, basically, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Um, 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 oh, that's a lot of ums. The, so <laughs> anyway, on to, uh, the next stuff on the on the agenda for city. Yeah, Council. then they go back to talking about. So yeah, they talked about. So that was that. Um, yeah. So let me get back here to my notes. I'm I'm just scanning my notes here. 
that was item there was no item eight that was item seven the mm-hmm. mill creek uh, presentation and the c3 presentation was item seven there was mm-hmm. nothing under matters for outside legal represent representation um then come the public hearings to be held um one of them was uh, uh deleted the other one was about um the city having to mow properties mm-hmm. one of the things that happens when when uh, housing is too expensive is that rich people buy it and they rent it out and and right. again so here the in, 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 instead of having the owners live in the property and and take care of their own property the 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 somebody's renting it and they're not taking care of it mm-hmm. which is pretty normal but it, this same city council has uh, has complained many times about um the uh, the absentee landlords that aren't aren't taking care of their properties mm-hmm. that's because the properties are too expensive for regular Huntsvillians to be able to afford them that's right, because gentrification because people, people that's look of, at it as investment rather than a place to live that's right Mm-hmm. which i i even talked about this when i was on on housing for huntsvillians when did a place to live quit being the place that you live mm-hmm. you know and it turned into this big investment thing i'm gonna tell you you need a place to live that's the bottom layer on maslow's you need shelter you don't need an investment. You need right. shelter. And yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, and we're not where, doing it. We're just that? not doing it right. You know. Yeah. But where where are you on the agenda items? I'm just looking at my notes here, so I I'm can actually looking at nine B. Okay. Yeah, that's about where. I, okay. Uh huh. They had seventy five properties that they needed to go, get permission to go out and mow. Oh, I see. Uh huh. Oh yeah, I see that. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, then and 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 this is um, public hearings to be held. Item nine is the opportunity that uh, that uh, if you have something to say, that you can stand up and say something about it. But there was only this one item, and nobody came to say leave my property alone or anything right. like that. Nothing. Then item ten is a bunch of public hearings to be set some um about vacating right of ways but mm-hmm. uh you know most of, them, so three, they just three say, of the five yeah they were just say about, vacate right of ways and then they go on uh-huh three of the five were about zoning and rezoning so you know this has everything to do with planning and community planning and stuff like that when you're constantly talking about rezoning stuff right 10e is rezoning as uh, north of Governor's Drive, yeah, ten ten C was just to zone some probably newly um or annexed property, mm-hmm. and then ten D and E were both rezoning of stuff from mm-hmm. um residents to industrial district, and the other one from medical district to C three business, so. I, I 
you, I wish I knew more about what all the zonings meant. Well, this is the part of the meeting that sounds like an auction where they talk so fast. Yeah. They just read them out. Yeah. There's not even any discussion. This mm -hmm. is just um, um, public hearings to be set. They set the public hearing. Uh, mm -hmm. And at the very end, they say when it's going to be November 16th. Most of these are. Um, then come agenda related comments. Um, uh, Francis Ackridge stood up. Our yeah, former district two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she did about voting to keep John Meredith as the president of the city council. Uh, I'll just go ahead and let this cat out of the bag. He did. He got voted out. Mm -hmm. But that's at the very end of the meeting. So we can talk about that when we get there. Um, um, there was a fellow that stood up and talked about an accident that he got into um, mm -hmm. where somebody ran into him because they were texting. And yeah, they were, it was in the Home Depot parking lot. He said they were going like 30 miles an hour in the Home Depot parking lot. Yeah. Uh, he also said that he was driving a Lexus. Um, you know, I don't know <laughs> if you want my sympathy, don't brag about driving your Lexus. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, the cops are not going to stop you in your Lexus because they think maybe you are looking at your phone. That's not who's going to get stopped by that mm -hmm. ordinance anyway. So that's coming up. So the mm -hmm. next thing was, uh, the mayor and council comments. Um, uh, I, I, the mayor didn't say anything interesting to me, just his usual performative. Yeah. Fluff. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Jenny Robinson. Um, uh, she talked about that planning meeting that I had been at the night before that I didn't get to ask. Yeah. Uh, she talked about at. the Rotary Club and how they were so interested in, um, the concert and everything was yep. going so well uh -huh. in the world. Uh-huh. One thing's and interesting. She, she also said mm -hmm. stuff about, you know, about the Israel. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, she, she really had no right, you know, she really didn't. Yeah. Yeah. She talked about learning quest. Actually, that sounds interesting. Um, learning quest is going to be doing a um, city council one Oh one. I actually have participated in learning quest. It's yeah. the, through the library, and I really like that organization. Very good organization. They get volunteers to come and do uh, little presentations on different subjects. It's um, super cheap. I think it's like $15 a quarter to get unlimited access to their courses. So I, I love to. I love Learning Quest, so I put a plug out there, anybody that wants to do that. It's not just for so through the library. So, yeah, so if somebody library, was interested in seeing about this particular one about city council 101 or whatever they're up to, they should maybe go to the library and ask about it. Yeah. But, well, you can go to LQ. Well, it, it's, they got a website where you can um, go to it. And find okay. Out if, I, it. if I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, the next person to talk was Devin Keith. And uh, the only thing that I said about his, what he talked about was that it really sounded like a campaign speech. Mm -hmm. I, I feel he's got to run next year, doesn't mm -hmm. he, to save his seat. Yeah, so, that's what he said. Yeah. Uh, it really sounded like he was making a campaign speech. So I kind of closed down. 
because mm-hmm. you know they'll say anything yeah yeah it, it really did sound like that because he was saying we need more conversations about the tough matters and i respect what issues you have like the street sweeping and uh-huh. you know we give each other some per- yeah it did kind of sound like blah 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 you know yeah. uh and, or it could have for all i know it could have been campaign speech about the uh, to campaign for city council president that was gonna the vote which happened later on that night mm-hmm. but it just sounded like a campaign speech to me honestly yeah, yeah I, I didn't actually, even yeah, he sounds good but then he he always kind of I don't know he just the follow really, through is maybe lacking yeah the follow through yeah to to be polite about it mm-hmm. um then I again for little I didn't even make any notes he didn't say anything that interested me. Yeah, the only thing that did interest me in what he said, and I think this is important, is there's going to be a Hispanic meeting at McDonald's school. There's a big population. I used to substitute teach there. There's a big population of Hispanic uh, students that go to that school. So I think that would be a very interesting meeting to like know what was going on at. You know, now, it's that, little talked about that because I Kling also talked about Hispanic. Oh, maybe it was Kling. Okay, it was yeah. Kling that talked about it. You're right. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then Kling also made some comments about the street sweepers. You know, there's been a, a good yeah. deal oh, of yeah. backlash. He was a little bit treated a little bit with that. He he was it was to me it was a little bit shady. They could have done a better on that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's, okay. um, uh, you know, people that, again, you know, people that are that obsessed about how clean their gutters are and how uh, it, it starts to yeah. smack too much of, right. of this HOA stuff and um and my property values crowd, you know, I, people live in these places. Life is going on here. Yeah. Would you just, you know, live a little for crying out loud anyway? Yeah. Well, I, I'm not really talking about the issue. I'm really talking yeah. about the process that they went to. to oh, get yeah. I know what vote. you're talking about. But no, I, I'm, I'm talking I about to, that. I, I, and I tend to sort of, I don't, you know, they're making a big deal out about, about something that I is indicative of something that I don't care about. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you guys go ahead and get in a fight about that. Yeah, you know, leave me out of it. I just, yeah, exactly. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, mm-hmm. John Meredith again. He re- usually just says something about where he's been and who, you know, where he's, you know, where he made a little speech or something or something, something, something. And yeah, it's it. Uh, usually his stuff is inconsequential to my ear. Also, mm. um. So after those comments came the finance committee report. Uh, where they actually announce how much money the city needs to get ready to to be okay to spend. $32 million. Yep, $32,422,108.79. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Like it is a lot of money. Just And they, they swept and, through it so fast. I mean, they, it, they, they, it's just like, boom, done. Yeah. And, um, and uh, you know, some of that money is planned for us to have this planning department mm-hmm. that's not getting public housing built. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. Everything's okay. Yeah. I'll calm down. Yeah, nomination. Next was nominations uh-huh. for the beautification award because that's so important, you know. <laughs> yes. That's performative stuff. Yeah. I will also note that, um, that uh, uh, well, I will note that Kling uh nominated somebody off of the the um not on the agenda 
for mm-hmm. uh, Huntsville Police Citizens Action. Sherry Miller. Yeah, I don't know who, who it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, there must be a spot coming open there, you know. Oh, okay. Um, and I've talked to some people, you know, on the podcast about the HPCAC before. So, mm-hmm. of course, Huntsville Utilities um, that was not there. I don't know. You know, I make this point every time we're we're in a climate crisis. It seems to me like Huntsville Utilities should be constantly updating us on oh, how much, no. how much green energy. Yeah. Uh, how much oh. green energy they're oh, implementing no. and what our greenhouse gases are doing and and all kinds of stuff. But most of the time we only hear from them when I they want to increase to our rates. They're, yeah. No, they're not going into the hot seat voluntarily. No way. They're going to have yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, legal department stuff. Uh, um, the uh, vacation of easements. Mm-hmm. Um, easements. Easements. Um, just a bunch of vacation of yeah. easements. Yeah, uh, pretty much 18A through 18F. Yeah. Vacation yeah. of, Indeed. yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, 19 is where things that were in 20, which is the big uh, item, uh, action items unfinished stuff from 20 co- comes into 19 and is then called unfinished business items for mm-hmm. action mm-hmm. um the first item there was this thing about the uh cell phone mm. um ordinance uh, uh the hot issue yeah yep, mm-hmm. yep um and they rehashed it and rehashed it and changed it up and they passed it. What their final the thing was, they passed it. So we are going to have an ordinance that will allow police officers to stop you and give you a ticket if they see you using your cell phone while you're driving. Right. And and uh, Devin Keith's concern, you know, he mentioned that he had been improperly stopped a few times uh-huh. as a black man. Mm-hmm. And he's worried that they're going to, you know, police are just going to have an extra excuse uh-huh. to stop people as the primary reason. Yep. And so, you know, you know, that's, that's very, um, you know, it's very unclear. Like you could say, okay, you were looking down or you were looking at your phone versus you were looking at your nav system or something, you know, uh-huh. it, to me, it would be very subjective anyway to know that if someone was on their phone versus doing something hands-free. Yep. Uh-huh. And, and, um, you know, it's always who are the police actually going to pull over for doing this stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's really true that they're doing it, you know. But Devin Keith did make the point that the that um, cops who cops who are assholes are going to be assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're they already find all kinds of reasons to do the wrong thing. Uh, and and he's like, I, I don't, I don't think this is going to, you know, change that. Well, one thing I observed, and maybe it's just the police don't decide that they don't want to be where I live, but uh-huh. I live off Taylor, uh, Taylor uh, Road in, in the Cove area uh-huh. and people speed, people treat that like a racetrack sometimes. That's a residential and I do not see policemen patrolling that. So no, I mean, come on. Do you, even, when like, do you even? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when do you even see anybody, a police officer, out there in Hampton yeah. Cove? 
I know. Well, people talk about not talking about putting uh, closed circuit cameras up in the Hampton Cove. No, no. Mm -hmm. We know where they target. There's Mm -hmm. no question about it. You know. Um, But then again, like, see, people go over the mountain too quickly. They go over Cecil Ashford. Well, you go over those curves too much, you'll be dead. You know. Yep. Yep. Uh, Clearly, you know, there's other other priorities at work Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. who. They stop and where they spend their time. Clearly. Mm -hmm. Um, I've noticed that kind of near my house where there's a lot of um, um, undergrowth and stuff, Mm -hmm. that uh, that gets a lot of attention from cops because they are looking to see if they're homeless people living Mm -hmm. off the road in the undergrowth. Definitely. Oh, and I I mean, now we could, you could be also arrested for being homeless. That's like a... Arrest. Uh-huh. Remember, we talked yep. several months ago. They have yep. the new ordinance where people can be told, "Well, go to the shelter," or yeah, you know, right. you're, you're in violation for loitering. Or, yeah, uh-huh. loitering, or yeah. yeah. I will say though that I am glad that they took the jail time off of this yes. cell phone ordinance. Yes, I mean that would be ridiculous. I mean, I will also I tell mean, you though that yeah. I got contacted by my friend who lives in Madison, and they're putting forward a similar ordinance and their fines are about a tenth of what the Huntsville fines are mm-hmm. for first, second, third, you know, yeah. stuff, a, a tenth, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I think, you know, so the, and the whole point was made. And I think I've talked about this before that this is for educational purposes to get people's attention and educate them about how bad it is to be on your cell phone. Um, but um, uh, uh, why don't you have an educational outreach then? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what? About it more in Cops the community. are not great educators. They're not. Yeah. Well go to the schools because who's the yeah. main ones doing it? The, yeah. the kids will be, do- you'll be see the, the kids doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, educate people how to do hands-free, uh, you know, where they're talking hands-free. You know, give people, okay, well, if you, this kind of thing, you know. Yeah, and and I know when I was in high school, they scared the bejeebus out of us in driver's ed with uh, scary movies about yeah. what happens to people when they drive drunk, you know. Yeah, exactly. But you can do that with, with cell phones now. You know, mm-hmm. the cell phone thing has replaced what used to be driving drunk when I was growing up was half of the cause of all accidents. Now it's, you know, cell phones are, you know, up there for sure. One thing someone had a question about is what is the dif- what is the difference between the Alabama regulations for, for this and also the the Huntsville Oh, yeah, uh, the state what is level. Yeah, this is the state versus Huntsville. So the state one is you can't. It's it's kind of like the seatbelt law. You can't stop anybody for for not having their seatbelt on. You can stop people for speeding and then mm-hmm. see that they don't have their seatbelt on, and also give them a ticket for not having their seatbelt on. Mm-hmm. The state law is the same. Uh, uh, my understanding is it's basically the same for cell phones. You can certainly stop people for all kinds of reasons or they can even get in a wreck and but you can't uh give them a ticket for using their cell phone 
you can after the fact, after they've already been stopped for something else. Well, that's a like that's a major, major difference. Oh yeah. And I don't see why Huntsville doesn't just say, okay, but we're going by what the state says. I don't know why Huntsville this, is looking because, for trouble. Because yes. David Little got hurt. And it's this is his his cross to bear. Mm. He he wants this to happen. And he got on city council. And so he's trying to make it happen. And he made it happen. That's why. Mm, okay. That's yeah, why. I, I just think it's going to just lead to a lot of unintended consequences. Like, what if someone can barely pay their rent? All of a sudden, they get this fee uh -huh. for looking down instead of up while they're in their car. And it can yeah. have a cascade effect. I mean, there, there's course. just all kinds, kinds of things that people don't even think about. But at or least... At least he's this person who can't pay their rent is not also going to sit get put in jail. At least, yeah, yeah, yeah. at least, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, um, and then they'll definitely lose their job. You know, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm not crazy about it. But at least taking the jail time off made it better. It did, yeah. I think yeah. it just and they did lower the fines. I, I I don't remember anymore what the fines are. So maybe they're not as astronomical against um Madison's proposed fines as they were. But you know, I, I I think Devin Keith is is spot on when he says the main thing is that it's gonna be a they're gonna be able to stop you as a a primary reason. Yeah, that's right. And then they might they might say, oh well there's this other thing too. So I think it just increases the just like the possibility for an inter negative interaction between the police and the people. And I think it's gonna have a very net negative effect. I am I'm, I'm afraid that, that people that, like uh, take it off their eye for a second. You know, which you do want to be safe and and I like this was another point like like Devin Keith was very like passionate about talking about it at first, but, and of course they, they're not going to send people to prison. That's the main thing. But I, I think, I think the larger, I think, I just think it's going to have a more net negative effect, you know? Uh, well, we'll find out, won't we? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well then um, in item number 19, these unfinished business, the other things that happened uh, was annexing more property. Go figure. Martin, yeah, Martin Martin Road, um, Doug Hill. Off of Doug Hill, Martin. Mm -hmm. A couple of off, off of Doug Hill. Going out that way. We know, yeah. Um, so there you go. There's planning for you. Sprawl, sprawl, sprawl. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even going to get into the how they finance the infrastructure and, and that kind of stuff tonight. I just, I just don't want to. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And so when they came to item 20, which is the big item, we've got how many? A through, I think it went past the whole alphabet, didn't it? Let me see. Mm -hmm. A through, no, it was only A through W. Only A through W. So not 26 items. That's a lot. But it passed, they, they consolidated all of them. No discussion on any of them. So that's just the dark hole of mystery. Yep, that's right. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, we can talk about a few of them as as I read through here. Um it is, one of them was the festival, the C3 festival agreement that they did separately 
you know, talked about earlier. So that got passed. Mm -hmm. There you go. But they did at least talk about it. But notice, if you will, that the present, they got those people, they let them do their presentation. They didn't have to wait until 20, item 20 on the agenda to do their presentation. They moved them up to item seven oh, yeah, they to made do their it. presentation. Oh, oh, these are very busy people. These oh, are yes, very busy they, the, oh, But if anybody from meeting. the public wants to speak, oh, oh yeah. well, they've got to wait to heck with them, you know? Yeah. I did notice that at the beginning. Oh, they're very busy. Let's let them talk first, you know? Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Public building naming, uh, resolution to appoint certain department heads. You know what? I might would have liked to have heard about these department heads, which departments and who are these departments heads Mm -hmm. that are getting Mm -hmm. appointed to these. I might like, would have liked to have heard about that. I would have liked some discussion on that. Um, why are why are we all of a sudden needing to de- appoint a bunch of department heads? Mm. Did people leave because they can't afford to live here? <laughs> okay, I'm okay. I swear, <laughs> I swear, I'm going to be okay one of these days. They saw too much. Uh, they had too much common sense, and they were like, "We're out of here." Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, revised utility and construction agreement, federal aid project um city of huntsville and weaver environmental services for emergency manhole rehabilitation uh that sounds interesting yeah yeah. um uh a pipe bursting i wouldn't mind hearing about things like plumbing that stuff is so important i have said it numerous times on this podcast that water is the basis of civilization. It is. Yeah. yeah. If you don't have that running right, you're, yeah, you're in forget trouble, it. Yeah. Just forget the rest of it. So th- there were several items here from the water pollution people. I would have loved to have heard about them. Honestly, serious. That's yeah. important stuff. It is uh, way yeah. more, yeah. way more important than music festivals, believe it or not. Yeah, over two days, two days of our lives. <laughs> yeah, is be, how, yeah, how much right. money and time and resources is going to go into these two de- two days of people from out of town enjoying our public space. Yeah. Basically. Uh, let's see. Here's some legacy park construction stuff. Um, Hayes Farm Sports Park construction. Mm-hmm. Um, Medco and the city of Huntsville. I what is Medco? I I think you know what I might have liked to have heard about what the heck that was. No, yeah, it sounds good. like something to do with maybe Huntsville Hospital or something. Mm-hmm. I think we could stand to be educated about that kind of thing. Um, Turner new city hall and parking deck. They had stuff going on here. A change order. That means they're having to spend more money than was in the original agreement for the building of the, so we should have heard about that. That Mm -hmm. is something we should have have had discussion on. Why? What went wrong? What did the, what did the um, Turner uh, construction company not bid out properly? What problem did they find? That's the kind of stuff that we should hear about. Nope. Well, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to sound like a conspiracy. A conspiracy theorist here, but it's very interesting that this kind of stuff 
gets put at the end of the meeting to be kind of run through when everybody's tired yep. versus some of the things that are more interesting, like their music festival. Yep. To think yep. about. Yep. The, yep. <laughs> I, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Um, and, and if you wanted to come and speak, uh, your mind about something you have to sit through all of this mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. course y they consolidated it this evening um, probably largely because they wanted to get to the end of the meeting which is coming up where they were going to vote on who's going to be the president um, um, of the city council starting mm -hmm. this month you know um, let's see and, and these letter of credits that they do Man, I wish somebody would explain those. Why? See, this is so here, you know, here's this item here that got voted on the consolidated vote. Resolution. This These guys come up all the time, okay? Resolution authorizing the city clerk to invoke Progress Bank letter of credit number blah -de blah for old cobblestone subdivision phase nine. That is developer. They're doing mm -hmm. a letter of credit for a developer. Go ahead and try to convince me that this city is not run by developers. Oh, absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. the, the developers are doing exactly what they want to do already. And it's not satisfying our housing needs. And you know what they do? They they just need a big shiny um, music festival maybe to take your eye <laughs> off the ball. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the kind that we want. You know, except they yeah. don't even give us the Panem part of Panem at Circenses. They don't even feed us. It's just the circuses. Yeah. Well, it's just the promise of it. You know, yeah, it's the promise that's, of that's this true. big thing. You know, not not the thing itself, just the promise of it. How about this for cryptic? A resolution authorizing the mayor to enter into a memorandum of agreement between the city of Huntsville, Alabama, and Huntsville Utilities. What does that mean? Uh, what's on the, the memorandum of agreement? agreement? Who knows? Agreeing uh, on what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. That would have been nice to have known what the heck that was about. In fact, this is the kind of thing that Huntsville Utilities might want to come to city council and tell us what they're up to. You know, mm -hmm. but obviously they don't want to do that, which just oh, makes it that oh, much more cryptic. Oh, listen, yeah. I've on two one one. Uh huh. I've had so many people call in with so many problems from Huntsville Utilities, so I know what they're up to, and it's nothing that they want to talk about to City Council. I'll tell you that. Uh, uh huh. Yeah. Don't. I not. Yeah. That's not. It's too late to go there. <laughs> <sighs> um, I've heard some stories though. Yep, I bet you have. Mm -hmm. Sometime you'll just have to come on the podcast and tell us about two one one stories. Oh my gosh! It's, yeah. So that so that people will know what we're not spending our money on, you know. Mm -hmm. That we well, could, not you know, maybe that would actually be helpful to the people. And I um. Uh, fond now lately of saying I don't say quality of life stuff I say this we all do better when we all do better I, I want I do want to tell it and I'm not going to go on and on but I wanted to tell one story just kind of very um quickly okay. yeah please there there was a program called um DoorDash second mile delivery program 
where what they would do is they would take food pantry food and deliver it to people's houses and uh -huh. use technology through 2-in-1 to do it. And I thought this was the most absolute best thing that the, that they ever implemented because it was using technology to help people. So, for example, one lady calls up, you know, I'm alone with my three, three kids in my apartment. We don't have food. Uh, I have transportation. I've got no way. I've got no money to get these kids food. Well, guess what? I can save the day. I say, okay, we have this second mile delivery. We can have a food pantry order to your house. Uh -huh. So this this just like saves the day. This, this is really big. And it is a really big deal because you know what? Uh -huh. Social services might be knocking on that, that lady's door the next day saying, what did you do yesterday to keep your kids fed? And you know what? She can say, I dialed 211. I took action. Uh, I... I and got their, uh, yeah. their their delivery program, and you know what? Maybe that keeps her kids with her, yeah, longer, right? Okay, yeah. so that's the most innovative thing. I love that, you know, and not, you know, they spend, a, you know, United Way spends a lot of money on these programs to get people trained, to get the technology integrated with two one one. It's not just a little. It's not like you just quickly just yeah. put the technology in the system instead. So anyway, so. Then, like a couple of days later, I hear, okay, they're stopping this program. It's done. Like the whole thing's done. It's out of there. Salvation Army doesn't want to do it anymore. Fine. Well, they have the right to do that. But what do I do? I email the mayor and I say, look, this is the situation. The, the Salvation Hour, they're canceling this program. But just because they don't want to do it, somebody should carry on with this very expensive program that United Way implemented. Uh -huh. So, so you'd think, because I, I mean, during a community meeting, the uh -huh. mayor said to all of the people in the room, like, like two and one, he said, you know, if there's ever a problem, come to me and explain it to me. So I'll understand. So exactly in my mind, that's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. But you know what? I got fired. I got fired for sending that email to the mayor because my boss said, how dare you, um, question another agency and that doesn't make us have a good relationship with the Salvation Army if you're questioning a decision that they made to not have this program. Well, you know what? Because they were saying the reason that they canceled the program that they were low and getting low on food supplies in November. So shouldn't that the mayor know that, that they're getting low on food for the pantry? Should, yeah. I mean, shouldn't you fix that problem instead of taking a big technology that's like the best thing that Huntsville's done and just like sweep it under the rug like it's done. Well, so, I and, mean, and, and, and this, you know, this kind of also speaks to how we hand over so much of this to, if not to private industry, that's profit driven to the, um, um, Nonprofit industrial complex yes, like yes, Salvation and Army, and yeah, then the Salvation like Army. Yeah. Oh my God! Has yeah. To come to the city and beg for funding, right? Uh, whereas the social contract, why we have government, is to government help take take care of us. And so, if if your if your nonprofit fails, don't you think you should inform the government that yeah, that's failing, so. so that either they can take it over. Or or find another nonprofit 
to help. I know that this food delivery thing was really important and life-saving during the pandemic when people yeah, couldn't go to that, work that, that, and they really just, didn't have any money. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. It, it was just very, very disheartening to me to yeah. say, oh my gosh, they stumbled upon something that's awesome. This is awesome technology. This is, this is potentially like saving people that, that don't have food or they, they don't have help. And it's just using technology for the good. And then all of a sudden, you know, the comment was made by the boss that fired me. It's like, oh, you know what? These contracts come and go from 2-1-1. It doesn't matter. They come and go. Uh, yeah, but God, so sometimes the people that work at these industries that are supposed to be like in, interested in helping people don't seem like they really care that much about helping people. Can I just say? Yeah, yeah, it's just more about, you know. It's, it's more about it, it's, schmooze it, it, it's more and about business and yeah, job exactly. security Let's and all of that kind and, of stuff. Yeah, how dare you say something that might not be perfect in Huntsville, Alabama? How dare you stop the parade? How dare you say everything's not marching infinitely into perfection in Huntsville, Alabama, you know? Oh, yeah, thank you. Because, <laughs> you know, that that's another thing that in the talk about planning is like they mentioned over and over again how Huntsville keeps getting these high ratings. I will I will mention, uh, as uh, Chad said on a on a previous episode, uh, you know, that one of one of the reasons that we get high ratings is because all of our crime is not getting reported to the reporting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, instance, you know, when you, you know? turn a blind eye, it's pretty easy to. to mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and so, it, you know, how dare you report all those crimes correctly? Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's like, how dare I report uh, uh, using technology to actually help people? Yep. And then it actually does help people. And then it gets pulled away and uh, shoved under the carpet. And, you know, you know, two and one girl gets fired because what she tried to like, she talked something. to the mayor. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, if I, I guess if I had done it, see, I did it on my work email and that was the crime of the century versus just, you know, as, do it as on a, the down oh, as a person. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I uh, wrote a bunch of postcards this weekend at Huntsville progressive letter writers. Yeah. I and saw, I have to yeah. say several of them got a little bit snippety. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as a personal, I, you know, however, who was I talking to? I can't remember, but they were talking about how, you know, if they get un unhappy enough with you, you, they could disappear you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. it's okay. I'm old. Who cares? You know? Yeah. Um, another thing here that they did not talk about that I'm always, these are special, this special employee agreement mm -hmm. stuff. There's a couple of these. If you open them up, these people I don't even, they're getting good money. I don't know why they don't go through the regular employment process if they want to work for the city of Huntsville. But it, these special employee agreements have to come to the city council. Mm -hmm. But they never talk about those, never. Or the travel expenses or, or anything like that. That never gets discussed, just gets passed mm -hmm. on the consolidated mm -hmm. vote. Um, new business items for introduction, uh, the Drake Farm Annex. Not only did that get introduced, it got pushed through and actually done. So the Drake Farm property is annexed mm, into the city mm, now. Mm, and yeah. they will start you know, going about, well, whatever developer I has in mind out there, they're just waiting for the utilities hook up now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a shame. <sighs> yeah. 
but but they're just doing this because they have the community's needs in mind and they want to do it in a sustainable way and so on quality of life and no 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 yeah how dare we um, have some rural land in a city space that's just should be illegal <laughs> how dare <laughs> we grow food i know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know holy moly um what else I, uh, some some other various and sundries uh then came the second pu public uh the public comments at the almost end of the meeting not at the very end of this meeting because after that is item 23 where they elected the new officers of the city council uh the public comments were the only one that was particularly interested in uh, to me was uh the fellow that came from the Southern Poverty Law Center and talked mm. about how the, he was really interested to see Huntsville continue working on decriminalizing um, offenses, uh, you know, mm -hmm. to, keep to keep people from having their lives completely disrupted, you know, for yeah. things that you're, I mean, look, it's already not affordable to live here. Have your life disrupted and you will be living in the homeless camp. In your car, that kind of I stuff. know. I mean, yeah, I, I see, you know, firsthand how, how vulnerable people are to just any irregularity in their finance finances for the, the, the month. It can, they, it can really just show, throw them into a, a cascade yeah. of problems, just Absolutely. something extra from their normal expenses. And, but, you know, that's the way the capitalists, if you will forgive me for mentioning this, that's the way they like it, because that keeps us in line. We can't afford mm -hmm. to buck the system mm -hmm. because it, we're too precarious. We're the precari precariat, precariat. That's good. Mm -hmm. um, uh, then Andre, uh, who usually talks, uh, came and talked about cars that drove themselves. Um. And then they had the the uh, election, and they only did um, item twenty three, which was to to elect that uh, the the ver very first part of that, because um, after that happens, they postponed all of the council um, the appointments to to the different uh, committees and so forth that council members have to sit on, like the finance <laughs> committee and da 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 da. Um, and, uh, because they they got to get their ducks in a row now that they have a new president, which is uh, District Two David Little got mm -hmm. elected, um, and uh, uh, he got a vote of a three, the three out of five. That's enough. That's the majority that got him elected. Uh, Robinson kept her position as a president pro tem, which means you know she's the back vice president. You know she's the mm -hmm. backup president. And the third presiding officer uh, was voted in unanimously to remain being Bill Kling. Mm -hmm. But Robinson, again, only got uh, three votes, but that's a majority. So that got her in. You know, you know where she got her, this is, you know where she got her start in Huntsville government? No, where do you the tell PTA. me? PTA. Oh, okay. Cool. What I want to know, do you know, because she's Dr. Robinson. What is she a doctor of? Do you know? Um, I'm guessing education because she used to be on the school board. But I could be wrong. I don't know that. I'm just, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. 
I mean, because even doctors of whatever have kids and get on school boards. Well, I don't know, but, actually. But uh, it, one could say that that's a qualification for being select selected to be on the school board. I'm um, not sure of it anyway. Yeah, who knows? I've been curious about that for a while. I still don't have any idea idea yeah, just, well just ask her next time you see her just ask her <laughs> yeah you know what i don't really want to be in a conversation with her okay <laughs> well you Sorry. know what I, i'm serious like i'm gonna write that email yeah i'm gonna write a long email and whether she reads it or not she's she's gonna she can do she wants to know things or not if she reads yeah. my I mean, i'm serious because it's not okay to be in the public space and add ignorance to that space. Mm. And, and I certainly don't appreciate her speaking on my behalf. I do not. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that is let's 100% look at, let's look at, not okay. With yeah, me. I mean, I, I don't want to go on and on, but I mean, Huntsville does have a stake in what's happening yep. in the Middle East. And what is that stake? Military industrial complex. But we also have a huge Palestinian population here. And Arab population. Mm -hmm. So both sides, you know, I'm going to stand on the side for peace. Exactly. I, I'm going to stand on the side of how many children's lives are we going to save tomorrow? First, yeah. You know what they're doing right now? They're sending warships into the area. I know. I know. Or, you know, mm -hmm. I know. I know. And they're, and they're vetoing ceasefires and and humanitarian aid okay now i am going to give something to cling yeah and i don't know if you caught this during the meeting but after they kind of brought the lady up to to do the resolution of support uh -huh. for israel bill cling said and i hope we have ceasefire oh he did i did i yeah, did not did. catch so, that so yeah he he was on the right side of the issue so it was kind of ironic that they went to like oh uh, you know um just complete support for Israel. And then Clint goes, but hopefully we'll have ceasefire. So I yeah. kind of like that. He, he kind of did that, you know, that was good. Yeah. I've pointed out to other people too. This is the same bill Kling that a few uh, city councils ago said that, um, that uh, uh, the, uh, you know, the Von Braun's were just like the rest of us. They just spoke German. <laughs> like going, I don't know. I don't like being called a Nazi myself, you know? So, uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's a little bit ironic that the guy who says that the Von Braun's were just like the rest of us is also the guy who brings forward a proposal to unequivocally mm -hmm. support Israel. Is he the one that brought it up? The yes, yes. Yes, it came then from his why, why, desk. Why is he saying ceasefire, though? Because that's the absolute opposite of, of what, what, the, of what of Israel what, of is doing or or will allow yeah, exactly. anybody to talk so, about. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's kind of like, no, but they don't even know what they're talking about, basically. Yeah, yep, that's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're right. They don't know what they're talking about. When he says that the Von Braun's were just the same as the rest of us, only they spoke German. I don't think he knew what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if my um if my audio just got a little bit fuzzy, it's because a cat was sitting oh, in front of my microphone. <laughs> now she's been removed. So 
But I think probably uh, once again, it, you and I tend to talk a lot when we get together. But I will put this together and get it out on the air and thank uh, thank the listeners for listening and and keep having conversations, man. Just keep talking and, about this. And stuff. thank you for inviting me to the conversation because well, it feels yeah. good to put some stuff off my chest and um. Then and as I've said before, that's a large part of the reason that I do these is for my own sanity, to to say my piece you know exactly yeah mm -hmm. and it, it's it's a big deal to me because growing up in alabama i learned to do the opposite thing to not say my piece mm -hmm. in the state and it was not a good place to be mm -hmm. to yeah, constantly yeah, be, exactly. be yeah. on the outside like that just constantly yeah and it's to be questioning things to be questioning things you're not allowed to mention. That's and right. I'll, I'll, leave, I'll sign off with this little story. Uh -huh. When I moved to Huntsville in 1987, I remember that the guy that we, that um, sold us the house, he was moving up. He was moving out quickly to move to Washington DC for a job. And he, he just, um, he was talking to me and he referred to Huntsville as little Washington. Uh -huh. And I, I just thought that was a very like strange statement. Cause I was like new in town. But it's like, I kind of like know what he means by that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. and we get called the Pentagon of the South all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because we've got so much defense industry stuff going mm -hmm. on here. Yeah. Yeah. Not not stuff I'm particularly happy about. But yeah. Well, I'm, I'll just leave it. I'm, I cover Code Pink. I'm a Code Pinker. Yeah. If you don't know what Code Pink is, go look it up right yeah. now. CodePink.org. Go find mm -hmm. out. Sign on yeah. for their action items. Yep. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I will talk to you soon and um stay safe out there. Okay, you too. Have a great night. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.